dad's trying to figure it out soon to be dad very very and jd's a very experienced dad much uh, i'm a dad four times over yeah why don't you wait why don't we just introduce ourselves okay you go first go for it uh my name is jd mm-hmm. i'm a dad yep uh four children and um yeah I'm husband married. to one wife husband mm-hmm. to one wife only one wife uh my one wife and one girlfriend she was your first girlfriend first girlfriend yeah because you guys met in high school, right? Mm-hmm, basically, yeah. I was uh, like 17, and she was like 21. No, she wasn't. Really? Yeah. yeah was, <laughs> no. It was, yeah, was kind of bad, yeah. How'd so, you meet? Yeah. Was she your teacher? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was she really? No. Shut up. No, she's a youth, youth leader. <laughs> so, yeah, we got into a big fiasco with what that. What happened? So. She thought you were, She thought a high schooler was too hot, and she had to... She had to have it, and she got it. <laughs> <laughs> Had she had she finished like college at that uh, point? Yeah, she had. She had finished. She was like in cosmetology school. But uh, I'm hold on. I'm turning my we're seventeen and she was twenty. She's only three. I'm twenty nine. She's thirty two. So yeah. three years. Yeah. So she was like twenty. But That's we weren't still... supposed to be dating, and we did it anyway. Yeah. And then we got pregnant. Not supposed to do that either. While so. you were in high school? Uh no. Oh, yeah. Really? Seven, wait, yeah, 17-ish. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Then I turned 18 in February, and then we got married in April. So. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it was it was fun stuff, yeah. But then, like, yeah, there's a bunch of other crazy stuff that happened, but yeah. I can't wait and, to learn more about you. And now we've got four kids, so. And you had them all consecutively, it looked like. Yep. Well, yeah, we had the first first one. Uh, she's going to be 11. Mm-hmm. Jude is 9, so it was like two years later. And then Zion is... Four, oh, so you waited five, five years. Year. Yeah, waited quite a bit. Had Zion when we were in Tennessee. He's our only kid that's born out of the state. That's crazy that you're my age and you've had so I many know. more kids. I know. I see a lot, of, a lot of people that are my age and they have like no kids, or they have like one kid, and I'm like, what's that like? But then like, <laughs> I'm honestly the oddball out. Like, yeah. most people are not having four kids when they're 18 years old. Most people don't have four kids. Period. Yeah. They never have four kids. They may yeah. have one or two. I, well, I was a big. I was a big family, so mm-hmm. I was the oldest of six or five kids. Six? Dang. And then Ashley was ten, right? Ten, biological, and then she's the youngest of four kids in her adopted family. So she just has a big family, period. Oh, she was adopted, too? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she was not raised by her crack-addicted mom. No. She left that when she was, like, nine months old. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Well, she turned out great. Yeah, she did. I have, a, I have a friend who adopted a kid from a crack-addicted lady, literally, yeah. and they found the kid in a closet. Jeez. In a closet in this lady's, like, crack house. Wonderful kid, but he got, like, he had some really severe, like, mental issues yeah. from, obviously, that situation. So, Ashley turned out great. Yeah, she did. I am going to be the father of a, a wonderful little girl who's cooking at the moment. She's due October 1st. Serenity. Serenity. So I'm hoping to just honestly turn this whole podcast and me just gleaning father wisdom from you so I can learn from you. Because we were talking about, um, like a week ago, two weeks ago, what oh, it means. Was it a week ago? Was it? I don't know. What was that from? Uh, it's Vine. Oh, yeah. shoot. R.I.P. You know, I never was on Vine. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought you were on Vine. No. I was 
secluded from the world while Vine was popular. It rose and fell in like a year. Yeah, but where were you at? I was in Central America. I was living in El Salvador. Oh my God. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, I was you living in El Salvador. It. it was good. I did. Well, I, you know, I got a clip of it. Like, I got like my friend had a, his phone and he uh, had Vine and he like did one f goofy Vine. Yeah. And he was like, he was convinced that was going to be his claim to fame. Yeah. And I remember him doing that and being like, what is that? He goes, it's Vine. I was like, what's Vine? He goes, it's kind of like Instagram. I said, okay. Yeah. He goes, but it's just people do funny videos. It's like, Six seconds. I was like, do people not do funny videos on Instagram? He's like, w they can. And I was like, so why don't they just do it on Instagram instead? And he goes, he goes, I don't know, man, because it's Vine. Vine. Vine was strictly comedy. Mm -hmm. like, that was That's it. true. Like, like six seconds of pure comedy. I had one that like, it, now thinking back to it, like, because like, I have a TikTok and like I had a TikTok that got like 150 likes. Like that's my biggest one. Yeah. Not like you though. You just started a TikTok and got what like a lot of big fame coming. Yeah. <laughs> big fame. 14,000 so far. 14,000. Yeah. Let me tell. I'll tell you exactly in a second. You keep going. I'll tell you. But uh, my first vibe uh, was when Insidious 2 came out, and I made it. And um, do you remember that movie Insidious? Did you did you watch horror movies? Mm -mm. Uh, well, there's like this like lady. She's like freaking out. 14.4. Okay. okay. So yeah, just just a little bit. But, okay. Um, she's like freaking out. She like sees this demon at the end, and mm -hmm. I did a thing, and it was like the lady looking at the demon, and then when the screen goes black and actually just the credits roll, it was me with like a really ugly face, and I got like 30 <laughs> likes, and I was like, I'm gonna be famous. You're gonna be Vine famous. It. <laughs> it, it didn't happen. Mm. Yeah, that never happens for any of us. No. It happened for you. I got the one. I got the 14,000. You yeah. know, I had that, and there was another good video I did when me and Monica had just got married. I think it was two months after we got married, and the John Cena thing was really popular, mm. where, you know, you lead somebody on down a, a trail where you're going to yeah. tell them something, and then it's revealed that that thing is John it's Cena. John Cena. And so we had been married for two months. This is 2015. And I was like, we should do a John Cena video. She goes, what do you want to do? And I was like, we're going to do a baby announcement but it's John Cena. Uh, and we did, we, and it was probably a two minute video too. Yeah. It was us being like, yeah, we've been married for a couple months now. It's been awesome. You guys have been supporting us. I mean, just kept going. Yeah. And and so we have a huge announcement that we want to give to everybody. We're having a, and then it's John Cena. <laughs> um, wasted people's uh, lives, but they freaking loved it. So did you really announce the baby or no? No, that oh. we didn't get, we didn't oh, get so pregnant you, until this year. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is a long time. 2015, yeah, okay. this is 2015. Oh. <laughs> people were very, very upset with us. We had people that were legitimately like frustrated with us. They're like, like we thought we were going to be an auntie and an uncle. And I was like, well, yeah, we're going to have to wait for a little longer. Yeah, little but bit. it got like 10,000 views oh, within like a, a day on Facebook. Oh, so dang. we were like, okay, this thing's going to go viral. It's going to hit a million. Yeah. It stopped at 10,000. So. That's still a lot, though. That's a sizable amount, but we but, didn't do anything yeah. with it. Nor did we have the ambition to become... Influencers at the time. Yeah. If it's we a, did, I probably would have done something. It's more. a thing now. Influencers full time. Yeah. To influence what though? I don't know. That's kind of weird. I watched a. Uh, you watch American Horror Story? Mm -mm. Uh, so I watch American Horror Story quite a bit, mm -hmm. and there's a new one, and it's following influencers. Yep. And they're like super super cringy influencers, mm -hmm. uh, like like Logan Paul, yeah, like David Dobrik, but like times a hundred like worse like you hate these guys right out the bat mm -hmm. and then I can't remember his name but the guy uh, Hispanic actor Danny he plays Machete and he's in the Spy Kids movies oh you know what I'm talking about yeah I know who you're talking yeah. about I love that guy okay he's yeah. he, he plays Machete go yeah, ahead yeah, Machete yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, he's Santa Claus <laughs> <laughs> 
and these kids are, are in American Horror Story. Yes. Okay. So the kids are doing this thing, and they're uh, and it's pretty new. So spoiler alert, but uh, they're trying to you know just get famous, and they're doing a bunch of really cringy things, and they go to a. Uh, uh, a mall Santa and they're like you know cutting in line messing with the elves and stuff just starting to make ruckus and then and this is probably honestly the worst American Horror Story out of all of them but they say that um, Santa's not real in front of all the kids mm. and the kids are looking there and you just like see red and he just like gets like triggered and then because he said that Santa wasn't real, he goes and he brutally murders all three kids. I, yeah, nice. That makes perfect sense. Did he dress up like Santa when he did it? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like choking them with like Christmas lights and yeah. stuff. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they deserved it. Yeah, he electrocuted a kid, uh, poured gasoline on a kid, set a house on fire, and all this stuff, all because they said that Santa wasn't real. So I'm going to show that to our future daughter as a documentary. Yeah, so and, then, and tell her she can't tell the kids <laughs> that Santa's not real. So in, in retrospect, uh, it was obviously pretty... Like a lame storyline, but it was honestly kind of funny. That is funny. No, yeah. that is funny. Did you see the guy's name? I saw you looking it up. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. That's it. Yeah. I always feel weird saying it because I don't want to sound like a total white guy saying Danny Trejo. 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 Do you More speak? Favorite. Do you ever speak any other Spanish? Any other Spanishes? I do. Uh, I actually um, played soccer when I was a kid, like a lot. And I'm trying to play more. Mm-hmm. So funny. I just feel this going down the road. Okay. And um, I, uh, I had uh, my friends in the soccer team. I was I was homeschooled, so I was also very gullible. Mm-hmm. This is my first interaction with like kids in high school, and I had this kid uh, tell me he was like, "Hey, like these are like because all the other teams we were playing were like predominantly Spanish, so mm-hmm. I was like the only like white guy on my team. Mm-hmm. And I was also really fat. I was like two hundred and seventy pounds." Um, and on the, the soccer team. On the soccer team, but two seventy playing soccer. Yeah, but, well, when we started, it, but then like I did it as a dare, and then oh. I lost the weight, so I went from two seventy to like one eighty <laughs> in like four months. Whoa! <laughs> so is dude. it healthy? I don't know, but I lost a lot of weight. You're how old? Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen years old, literally. Yeah. So, um, but they were like, "Hey, like, like when you see other team, like you know, team members, and we're doing the high five thing, when we're done, you know." Say hey, like que pasa mi cabrón and stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm like, hey, que pasa mi cabrón. I'm like, <laughs> they you know, started like, slapping you. They're like looking at me weird, and so yeah, they literally taught me every bad word in yeah. Spanish, and I didn't have a cell phone until I was 17. So when you got married. Yeah, when I got married, but I was like, oh, I should get a phone. Parents are like, responsible enough to have a kid, responsible enough to have a yeah, phone. Yeah, here's your phone. Yeah, no, I bought the phone myself, but my parents didn't want me to have a phone, but. Yeah, so I wasn't, like, looking up on the internet or anything. I was just, like, taking their word for it. I was like, oh, okay, so cabron and mama bicho, these are, like, good words. <laughs> so I was, like, saying it to all these people. <laughs> and, yeah, it wasn't good. So, yeah, I literally only So you do know some Spanish. I do know some Spanish. You I know enough Spanish to get no fight. As offensive as it gets. Yeah. There was a, um, we were in uh, Mexico with my youth group, mm-hmm. and um, there was a guy with me. He was one of the youth leaders. Because we were down there, like building a, um, like building a house or something like that. Yeah. He asked one of the guys we were with, "How do I say goodnight? I want to say goodnight to all the ladies that just made us food." Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, "What you're supposed to say is buenas noches, good night." Yeah. He said to say buenas nachas, which buenas is nachas. nice ass. <laughs> 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 so he goes, yeah, buenas, buenas nachas, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> all the dudes are cracking up. The ladies are like, "This is a church." <laughs> Buenas noches, ladies. <laughs> so good. Oh man, I was dying. Yeah, yeah, that was literally me. Like, in high, and then it didn't get any better because, like, 
I also I started working in a warehouse in Gainesville, mm-hmm. and all my coworkers were like Spanish, or Cuban, mm-hmm. you know, Puerto Rican, all kind of you know different um, Hispanic descents. And I like, I don't know, I was like twenty, twenty one, but still kind of dumb. Like I mm-hmm. still feel like I'm kind of dumb with some things. I'm like I'm getting there, um, but like I would like walk up to him and be like, hey, hey, qué pasa, puto? And they'd be like, <laughs> like. Hey, like you can say that to me. Don't say that to anybody else. Like, yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, we were talking about that, about not about you feeling dumb. Yeah. That's what. That's what this started like um, at the beginning of this. Yeah. Is uh, I'm Jared, by the way. I don't know if I ever said my name. You d- you went on a very. Long I started talking about monologue about who you are, and then we did st- I? I don't know. I know start- I started talking about serenity. Yeah, and then we just kept going. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. My name's Jared. Um, hey, JD. We, uh, we, were, we were talking a week ago about this, not about you feeling dumb, but about us feeling like, like what's that tier of being a grown-up? Adulthood. Being an adult, or what does maturity yep. look like? And I was thinking, it's like notches. I feel like it's like notches under your belt, mm-hmm. and it's certain things that we like respect. So like the fact that you're a dad, I respect that a whole lot. I appreciate and a dad of four kids, yep. I respect that a lot. And I'm like, man, you're a freaking grown up yeah you had to learn how to like feed other people other than yourself yeah i um i, I used to think I, I feel like uh owning power tools is another notch that's of, a good one of maturity mm-hmm. and adulthood ism uh like i used to think it was dumb like my dad and like my uncles who always go to like you know these like geek out of like home depot and like lowe's and stuff yeah and then when we lived in tampa i started working with this guy he bought me like 500 dollars worth of power tools he was like, hey, I'm just going to take $50 a week out of your check, and you're going to use these, and it was our job. And I was like, okay, cool. And I got them, and I was just holding the drill, and I was like, this is <laughs> like, this is fun. <laughs> now, like, I have, like, an addiction. Like, I'll, like, go in there, I'll be like, oh, okay, like, I need some more tools, and, like, they have to be DeWalt. They have to match. Everything has to be black and yellow. Like, and I'm, I'm all Ryobi. Yeah. I'm an all Ryobi guy, and Dylan, Dylan used to give me so much crap about that. Yeah. He's be like, you be like, oh, you're gonna show, you show this Ryobi to somebody, they're gonna make fun of you, dude. They're gonna fucking think that you're, gonna, oh, you're gonna, oh, you're just gonna get made fun. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Uh, I'm not gonna make fun of you because I'm late to the tool game. But still, I do feel pr- like I feel that like I had a friend make fun of me and say that Dewalt wasn't like top tier. I'm like, isn't it? Dewalt is the number one tier. Like yeah. I don't. What's the the other red one? It starts with a M or something. I was just looking at my neighbor has them. Um, mm. like, like it's like Milwaukee. Yeah, it is Milwaukee. It, Milwaukee. Yeah. So she was like, "Yeah, like you know, oh, I've got Milwaukee," and I was like, "Screw you!" I was like, "Dewalt is like top. <laughs> like you see Dewalt in race cars. Yeah. Like, you don't see Milwaukee. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you yeah. see Milwaukee in like NASCAR. But yeah. Dewalt's top tier. Did you say he said this or she said this? It was a she. <laughs> That's yeah. the best part. Yeah, That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> That's Her the best name's part. not worth saying on this podcast because <laughs> she's irrelevant. It's Ashley. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's his wife. No. No. <laughs> that's the best part is that a woman was arguing with yeah, a girl. Arguing me over t- nothing over against t- women women can have power tools it's just stereotypical yeah. that men do don't roast me about this yeah. uh, that's really freaking yeah, funny that was pretty funny do you think that's where most men like feel powerful do you think there's a lot of guys that look for their masculinity in owning things like power tools I mean I, I, I would say not so much owning but doing things with them mm-hmm. like I, I didn't use my power tools at all, but Ashley was on a staff retreat this week, and I uh, I was like, okay, I'm like not going to be a total POS. I'm actually going to get stuff done at the mm-hmm. house. And I did, for the most part. Uh, I changed all of our air filters. I took the kids. Sick. Yep, this is a big, big That one. was big. Didn't need any uh, power tools, but I changed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took all the kids to the jump park. 
Um, trampoline. Yeah, trampoline jump park. So I, I had one less. So I had three, but I had mm-hmm. the three younger ones. So yep. that was a big deal. I was like, oh, should I really do this or not? I did that. But I, I don't know. When I got back, I, I tried to fix our dishwasher. I couldn't fix it. I literally needed one bit that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to Home Depot for that. But I don't know. I feel like once, like, even if you're just like screwing in a screw in a door, like, you feel good about it, yourself. I, you're just like, yeah, I got this. Yeah, I did a little. And like, you just talk with someone nonchalant. Yeah, I did this project the other day at the house, and they're nobody's gonna ask you about it. And when it's, you just you just <laughs> screwed in a Phillips head screw into a door. <laughs> you know what I want to do? That you're welcome to. Instead of offering you to help me with the project, I'm yeah. gonna offer you the chance to feel manly. Mm-hmm. Uh, is downstairs. I didn't show you our our room. Yeah. Um, there's this whole side of the house over here is just a big grass strip of nothing. We're not using it for anything. Yeah. I'd like to turn a section of it into mini a, golf. a sauna. Mini golf would be okay. tight, but I'd like to turn a section into yeah. it, into a big enough sauna that me and like three or four other dudes could hop into it if we wanted yeah. to, or and then stall, install a door on this side into it. And I was looking it up, dude, and DIYing a sauna, not that hard. Mm-mm. It's just straight up wood planks everywhere, and then yeah. you put a furnace in there. That's literally the most expensive part, is wood planks. Is the wood planks mm-hmm. more expensive than the furnace, you think? Mm, I don't know. How much is a furnace? Like 500 bucks. Probably. Dang. Yeah. All right, I got to say that. Lumber is really expensive right now. Why? I, I don't know. People are going to say it's because Joe Biden's in office, but I don't know why. Go ahead. Say it. Say yeah. it. It's because Joe Biden's in office. <laughs> <laughs> All his lefties BS. <laughs> Make gas prices go up. <laughs> That's so weird that lumber would be expensive. Uh, yeah. I don't follow any. Do you follow any markets? Mm, no, I don't. I follow Doge. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> Doge yeah. has been tanked for months. <laughs> it has. <laughs> it's because your brother. Your brother was like. He got you on it. Yeah, he yeah. got me on it. He was like, you need to buy right now. I'm like, that's too. still kind of expensive. In but, January? Uh, yeah, it, it was pretty. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty recent. And then I bought, and I was just, this is sick. And it literally like went above what I had like one time, and mm-hmm. then it just tanked. Yeah. And then I saw Elon was going on Saturday Night Live, and yep. I was like, dude, he's gonna say something. You bought a bunch. He's gonna say no, and oh, like okay, he's good. gonna say something. All my dough just gonna just go through the roof. It didn't say anything. And it and it tanked. Yeah, it did. It as of SNL, it just all all well, it's all cryptocurrency. Yeah. I, it wasn't SNL that did it. Yeah. But it seemed like there was it as of SNL, everything just started. Losing speed. It started going down really fast. Are you on Robinhood trading yeah, it? Yeah, uh, dude. Exactly six, uh, seven bucks. I think it's at what? Is it seventeen cents? Yeah, something stupid. I'm like, I'm never investing again. <laughs> Can you handle that? Oh, it's at twenty cents. Yeah. It was at seventy-five cents. I think was where. Or no, no, it was at. Um, it was over a dollar. It was over a dollar. Yeah. yeah. What was it at? No, it wasn't over a dollar. It what? didn't get that high. Are you sure? Yeah, it got up oh. to like seventy-five cents. Let me see. Maybe I'm thinking like AMC or like GameStop or something. Yeah, it got up to 70, mm. 72 cents. A dollar would have been dope. Yeah. Dylan's at that dollar time, and this yeah. is what he gets for taking my my advice. He yeah. invested like 100 bucks, 150 yeah. back in January. And at that dollar mark or at that 70 cent mark, it was at like $10,000, $12,000. Did he cash out or was he in the same boat as us? I told him to hold it. He was, <laughs> he was like, he was like, should I sell it? Should I sell it? It's at a peak, dude. It's at a peak. And I was like, no, dude. Can you imagine if it's at ten thousand right now, in three months? What if it's at five bucks? You're gonna be kicking yourself for not having fifty grand. And he's yeah. like, "You're right. You're, damn it, Jared, you're right." Yeah. So he held on to it, and now it's back. He, yeah. I'm sure he still got a decent amount because yeah. he invested in it like five cents. I'm sure he's got like you know, eight hundred bucks. There's legitimately like people that invested in like cryptocurrencies, like really early, like Bitcoin and mm-hmm. stuff, and that 
they like legitimately like made a small fortune like yeah. young kids yep and like what would you even do with your life like at that you know i saw i, I was i was riding in the car with a guy and he's a psychiatrist and he was like if you can go back in time to your 18 year old self and only say three words what do you say to yourself Mm-hmm. And his was like buy some Bitcoin. His was like invest Bitcoin Amazon. Ah, yeah. What are you gonna say to your eighteen year old self? Would I? Yeah. What would you say? I don't know if I would tell him something financial. I if I had three words to tell my eighteen year old yeah. self to set up my now almost thirty year old self. Or you, or it can be five words. We'll make it five words because like eighteen years old, you can't really you know comprehend a whole lot. Still, you're still a kid. That was the argument, was that, like, you're 18 years old, and, like, w- what if your your future self says something to you, and you're like, oh, okay, and, like, you invest in, like, an Apple company, mm. and not Apple, the, you know, tech it's company. True. I, like, I'm, like, I'm dumb. Like, 18 years old, I'm very, obviously, we already got through <laughs> this, I'm pretty dumb. Like, I would I would have probably invested in an Apple company. I'd be like... Apple, what? You're like, which one? Which one? Which one? Which one? The green or the red? No! <laughs> green apple or red apple? <laughs> or the one that pre-slices them? I don't know. I'll just pick one, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Three so, five words to say to yourself. I would, uh... Man, dude, I don't know. Where'd you go, like, Zen? Just be like, just breathe. Just love yourself. Just breathe, Jared. Just love yourself completely, Jared. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, like, okay, cool. <laughs> I would. I t- here's what I'll, I'll tell you. Because if I told my 18-year-old, my 18-year-old self was this super zealous Christian kid that was like, I'm going to be a worship leader for a big church for the rest of my life. Yeah. Got the job. Goals. Doing it. Yeah. And realized this is absolutely not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because, not because of anything against the church, but because I just had more things I wanted to do that I was completely incapable of doing yeah. in that position. And it wasn't until four years ago. Yeah. How long did you do that for? Worship leading? Yeah. I've been worshiping since I was 12. Jeez. Uh, And then when I was 18, I went to school at Liberty University, came back home, and I was working at Saddleback Church in L.A., Rick Warren's church. And and I was leading worship. I was an intern. And then um, there was a potential job offer on the table that I started talking with their, um, their head staff about. And um, before we could even finish the interview process, I told him, I was like, this isn't what I want. Yeah. I, it, it took that moment for me to realize, like, this isn't what I want. This, is, I, this isn't what I want to do with my life. There were so many things I wanted to do. I wanted to invest into Central America. I wanted to improve outcomes for people down there. And I would have, any company that I worked for, I would have had to have molded that company to fit my goals. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Everything that everything that I would do, I'd have to mold a company or find a company that was already doing the thing that I really, really wanted. And I couldn't find anybody, nor did I want to like force my way into something that um, that did and made the impact the way I wanted to. Yeah. And so it wasn't until I was like 25, 26 that I was like, you know what, I'm going to build companies instead yeah. so that I can then take that and uh, invest it into third world countries. Um, so if I was talking to my 18 year old self and I had five words, five words. Yep. I would probably give him a book. <sighs> Shoot. It's tough. It's four words. The book is four words. Yeah. It's called leadership and self-deception. But when did the book come out? The eighties. Okay. It was already out. 
Because I don't know if I would just tell him to do something yeah. financial. Because he wouldn't listen. I know. That's, He'd be a jackass. Yeah. He wouldn't listen. He'd be like, "Oh no, you're just you're washed up. You gave up on your dreams. You would okay, dummy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't. He wouldn't buy it. So I would probably. But look how fat you are. You're trying to give me advice. It's, like this is me to myself, not you to you. I would. Here's what I'd say. I would say, listen to Spencer about Bitcoin and then leave. Mm. I had a college roommate when I was yeah. back in 2015. Big I, on Bitcoin? He was huge on Bitcoin. Yeah. 2015. This is before it this, was even on anyone's radar. Yeah. And literally, he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, I have 15 of these Bitcoins. And I was like, really? I was like, what are they? He goes, it's, cryptid, it's cryptocurrency. And I was like, I don't get it. He goes, it's yeah. digital money. And yeah. I was like... I still don't get it. I tried to get him to explain it to me. He tried to, but I just did not understand. Yeah. Because it's how I purchase things on the like dark net. Because he was like all yeah. over like the dark web. That was his whole thing. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, I still don't understand. Stuff. Yeah. And yeah. he had like he had like ten, fifteen, thirty bitcoins at the time. Yeah. And uh, and that wasn't that much in twenty fifteen apparently. Um. But he had said, he's like, if you want, I can show you how to buy something. And I was yeah. like, no, nah, I don't want I, I've, I want to spend my money on Chipotle or something like that. <laughs> if I had listened back then, if I had listened back then, I'd be a much different man now. Yeah. We wouldn't but, be sitting here. But I don't know, be, man. You'd be in a castle with Giles. You think so? In a guard. <laughs> that was funny. Huh? That was funny. I texted. <laughs> just for context, I text, I text JD the gate code to get into our little community. And he goes, oh, you flexing on me with that gate code? And I was like, yeah, and just let the guard Giles know that you're coming. <laughs> There's no guard. Uh, I, had my, I had my AirPods in, so it said, also a text from Jared. Yeah, just let you know that the guard Giles, and I just like lost it. I was just like, what are you <laughs> laughing at? And I was just like, oh, nothing. Don't that was that. great. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be, I'd probably be a little more well off, but, yeah. you know, if I, and here's the deal. I don't think everything changed for me mentality-wise until I read Leadership and Self-Deception. Yeah. That book changed the freaking game for me. I kind of want to read that now. The Arbinger Institute, dude. Yeah. It's the most foundational. It's the only book I've ever read in my life that codifies how pride works and how the mm. ego works. Because growing up, I'd always heard you're very egotistical. You're very prideful. Because I didn't yeah. listen to people. I blamed them for my problems. Yeah. And no one knew how to diagnose that other than saying I'm prideful or saying I'm egotistical. Yeah. So I said, perfect. Show me how to not do it. I'm a learner, yeah. so I'll take whatever you yeah, give me. Yeah, what do you me. do with that when someone's just like, yeah, you're really prideful. You're prideful. And they say, okay, great. How do I not be okay, prideful? Cool. They're like, don't be prideful. That's how you not be prideful. I'm like, yeah. that's not it's like, helpful. It's like telling somebody that's fat. It's like, hey, you're really fat. Okay, how, can you help me? I'm like, no, just don't be fat. It's like, what am I doing to not be to be fat? How am I, how am I doing that? They're yeah. like, I don't know. Because they don't know. That's the big problem. It's because most of them are egotistical and prideful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to fix it either. Yep. So... Uh, I read every single book, every Christian book, every non-Christian book, like Ego is the Enemy, Robert Ryan Holiday was a huge one, or Humility by Andrew Murray was a big Christian one. And every single book just says, don't be prideful because you shouldn't be prideful. Yeah. Andrew Murray says, uh, don't be prideful because Jesus isn't prideful. Don't have an ego because Jesus doesn't have an ego. I was like, that doesn't help, dude. Um, but leadership and self-deception, ready? They codify how you, how you get into a prideful zone and then how to break out of it as well. You ready for this crap? Yep. Here's how you do it. You get into an egotistical zone. They call it the box. They also have called it having a heart that's at war, um, where essentially you have a heart that resists people around you and, and resists anything that comes in towards you if you've convinced yourself of something else. Okay, so we'll take a, we'll take a simple um, version of this. If I choose against what I know is right, I have to tell myself a lie about why that was the right choice. Mm. So, 
for example, earlier today, Monica asked me to take out the trash. If I then chose not to take out the trash, I would have had to tell myself a handful of lies. Most people tell themselves plenty of lies. If I choose not to do it, I would probably say something like, I did it last time, or most of that's not my trash, or I'm just tired because I've been working really hard, Yeah. right? Here's the problem. I'm building those walls up of I'm too tired, of I did it last time, of most of that's not my trash. Then I'm sitting in the middle of this little box, Monica's on the outside and she says, Jared, why didn't you take out the trash? That, that bummed me out. I don't take that as her confessing something to me. I take that as her attacking my choice. So then what do I say? I, if, if I was really hard working, then I say, or if, or if most of that's not my trash, then I say, uh, well, you're the dirty one that put all the stuff in the trash in the first place. All of a sudden, I immediately bounce back and yeah. fight her on it and resist her because she's challenging. Off the premise of all those lies. Because she's challenging the walls that I put around myself. And she's challenging the box that I built around myself. Mm. So anybody that challenges that box, and, so, and you'll notice this, and you're going to start noticing this, especially if you read the book. You'll notice this anytime somebody resists you on any team or any person that you're leading. If you say, hey, you need to do this. And they say, well, you this. And they blame you back after you've asked yeah. them to do something. It's because you're challenging a lie that they put in front of themselves and they're fighting and blaming you back because they don't, they've turned you into an object they're fighting rather than a person that they're communicating with. Dang. See that, that? That makes a lot of sense. Bro, it's freaking crazy. Yeah. It'll change the way you interact with everybody on your yeah. teams. It'll change the way you interact with your family because all of a sudden, and here's how you get out of it. You just stop resisting people. Yeah. So let's say, real world example with you and your family, let's say you tell um, Zion to do something. Yeah. And Zion says, well, dad, why don't you do it? And then you get like, the hell you just say to me? Yeah. Like you get it's like words, upset. Boy. Yeah, you're you're mad because all of a sudden he just hit you and you yeah. have walls in yourself where you say, I'm the dad, therefore I'm in charge. Yeah. Like you have some sort of a wall that says, therefore you always listen to me. Yeah. Or or maybe a lot of dads have this. I'm the dad, therefore I'm always right. Yeah. Or I'm the parent, so I'm right. And yeah. we tell ourselves this, even though sometimes we're freaking wrong. Yeah. And sometimes, at least I don't know this yet, I'm not a parent, so yeah. I never want to assume yeah. um, for another few months. But um, sometimes we're going to tell ourselves that we're right. And then we're going to say, well, you're going to do what I say because you're going to do what I say. Yeah. Um, so a kid says. Because I'm in this position. Exactly. Yeah. A kid says, oh, dad, you shouldn't be doing that. And then they get into a fight. Yeah. Um, when the reality is, if you take a moment and you don't resist, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it diffuses the entire situation. So Zion says, uh, dad, you shouldn't be talking to mom like that. Yeah. You know, like maybe, maybe you're just a little snippy. Yeah. Dad, you shouldn't be talking to mom like that. And you say. You know, buddy, you're right. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. You're totally right, buddy. I'm gonna yeah. go apologize to your mom. And he's like, Well There's nothing yeah, after that. Well yeah, yeah, you should. There's nothing. Once yeah. the, once you stop resisting, they're like they're like, and you, you hurt my feelings the other day, and you're like, I did. Yeah. Damn, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't mean to. All of a sudden you take all the responsibility, the whole situation is diffused because you've stopped resisting everyone around you. Yeah. That's huge. That's the biggest, that was the biggest game changer for my entire life, my business, my relationships. Monica saw like a completely different person in our relationships. Everybody that I, I had a big uh, staff and volunteer system when I was working Mm -hmm. at Calvary Chapel in Fort Lauderdale at the time when I read it. And everybody consistently was like, what is different? Because I feel like you actually are listening to me now. You're not shutting me down anymore. You don't, you're not just concerned about your own agenda anymore. You actually care about me. Like, honestly, I'm just, Read this book. Done resisting yeah. you guys. 
because I want to actually have real collaboration. Anyway, that's my soapbox. I would pr I would love to either tell myself to invest into Bitcoin, but I'd really love for myself to get out of that egotistical mindset yeah. sooner. You know, uh, so Z Zion and and Judah, Brooklyn, all of them, but m mostly Zion. Like he knows what cuss words are, mm -hmm. and like he knows that you know. Obviously, like I'm not like a giant like anti cusser, you know, but I'm like shouldn't say them all the time or whatever. Yeah. You know, we kind of you know taught them that. Yeah. But but Zion's like that. Like he would like you gave that um, you know. Uh, that that metaphor where mm -hmm. that's like real, like I'll, yeah. I'll be walking around like stuff. I should be like, oh shit, you know. Like, Damn like it! Yeah. It's just like, daddy. He's like, I told you to say bad words. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. My yeah. bad. My bad. My yeah, bad. My bad. I'm gonna read that book though. Just, yeah. I'll give it to you. I have a, I have a copy. Okay. Um, yeah, because that really that makes a lot of sense. Because we, uh, Ash and I, used to work at a church in Tampa, and I was like the. MD slash a do all for all things media and stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, we were going from a, a spot to where we weren't using uh, click tracks or Ableton or none of that stuff. They were only using monitors, but the church itself was like over a thousand. So I'm like, you guys are like still in the dark ages. Like we mm -hmm. should be like way further ahead. Yeah. So I was like, let's just start with the click. It's like we'll just use a click, and then we'll move to one track song a week, and then we'll move to two track songs a week, and then eventually we'll do all the oh. songs with tracks. Yeah. Just you know, kind of. So I had this one guy. And dude, this guy was just like, just such a jack wagon, man. Like, uh, like <laughs> seriously. So the first week he was there, it was him and his wife. They were both on the team. I said, hey, we're using a click and we're using a guide, all this stuff. So everybody bring your in-ears. You know, please, if you don't have them, let me know. I'll get them for you. His wife brought them. They rode together and he did not bring them. I was like, hey, so-and-so. I was like, where's your ears at? He's like, no, I don't need them. <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay. Okay, actually you do. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I don't need them. I'll just, I'll follow the click. It's fine. I'm like, the, the click that you can't hear. Yeah. Like, but there was like consistently mm -hmm. times like that mm -hmm. where that is kind of like resonating a little bit with what mm -hmm. you're saying about the book. Like, yeah. Where it was like consistently. And then come to find out like, months later like he actually told Ashley that like he just had like a huge problem with me and mm. just like super intimidated and because he was a drummer too he played other instruments and stuff yeah. but like just had like a giant problem with me and I was just like okay well like, you could have told me about that yeah like, you, gotta, you know try to work through it like I didn't do anything to start a problem with you or yeah. you know start a fight or anything I'm just trying to you know make things better yeah but that makes a lot of sense dude that's ginormous and yeah. like in that and knowing that so knowing that resistance means somebody's blaming you for something yeah. allows you to start like saying Hey, what's going on? You know, yeah. like I had, I had a, I had a really, really good friend. This happened to, um, a while back where, um, I was talking with him and we were like best friends yeah. and I was at dinner with him and, um, and I was like, I was asking him cause we were, we were out and about and I hadn't heard anything about his wife. Mm -hmm. I was like, how are you and your wife doing? And all of a sudden he just starts selling me so hard on why they're doing amazing. Yeah. And it just felt, it felt to me like, I'm like, you're trying to convince me. Yeah. Like, I don't. It's fake. Yeah. Not that I yeah. don't buy it. Maybe yeah. you guys are doing good, but for some reason you're trying to sell something to me here and I'm not ready for that. You know? So I was like, mm -hmm. so I was like, oh yeah, man, I don't know. I just hadn't heard anything about her in a while. So I figured I didn't know if everything was, and then it's, and then it's more sales, more sales, more sales. Yeah. And I'm like, there's something he's resisting me. I don't know why he's resisting me. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know why he's resisting me. So I was trying to figure it out. And I said, hey man, if it can, would, would you be open to telling me like, what do you guys, when I come up in conversation late at night, mm -hmm. if you guys are just talking about Jared, what do you and your wife say? And he was like, 
Oh, because I know. I know that's the freak. Because you know yeah. why? Because I know that's the time that me and my wife shit talk about people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that we're like, can you believe so and so today? I can't believe what they would. So he, uh, so I was like, what do you guys talk about? And he goes, yeah. well, we, we just think you guys judge us. And I was like, you think me and Monica judge you? He was like, yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> you're paying. <laughs> uh, I was like, you think we think we judge you? And he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah. We think if you if we don't do exactly what you guys think we should do, then you're gonna judge us. And I was like, I'm so sorry, dude. Like, what did we do to make you think yeah. that? He's like, we just know that you think that. And I was like, okay, you're in my brain. But I haven't to- I haven't told you that. So what I I want to yeah. narrow down what I did to make you. He goes, well, we just don't feel that. I was like, well, we do we do love you. We do support you. He goes, well, mm-hmm. we don't feel that. And I was like, I was like, I know, but I need I need some concrete so I can know how I can support you in the future. How could I? What could I have done yeah. differently to make you feel like that? He goes, we just don't feel like it. And I was like, I was like, do you think maybe you told yourself? that we're judging you yeah. just because you're embarrassed about a decision you made. And now you're blaming it. And now you're yeah. blaming me and it's ruining our relationship and you hadn't, didn't have the guts. He goes, well, we know that if we would have talked with you about it, you would have exploded at me. Mm-hmm. I said, great. I was like, have I exploded so far? Yeah. He's like, no. I was like, so I think I'm proving that, that story wrong. Are you, are you feeling that? Are you feeling that maybe you might've made a bad assessment? And he's like, dude, I've been, and then all of a sudden, all the walls come down, yeah. and it's real relationship for a second. And we can finally talk about like, like, and we can finally be like, yeah, man, you know what? Like, here's what, here's how things have been, and, and I'm just, I, I'm sorry that I blamed you for this and this. And then I apologize yeah. because certainly, like, I made him feel a certain way. Yeah, you know, um, not intentionally. Yeah, but certainly made him feel. So, so when you can start taking a step back and taking full responsibility, especially in that situation where you say, dude, I'm so sorry I did that. Yeah. The other person, 90% of the time is gonna be like, no, I'm sorry because, and then they're yeah. gonna find something to yeah. to be sorry for because people wanna equalize. Um, if there's like no BS, and then you can just like have real conversations with someone mm-hmm. like that, I think that's very like valuable. And people yeah. don't really take that to heart as much as they should. Um, when We're just so easily offendable. No, definitely. Um, and honestly, like, I mean, I've been guilty of it, like getting like super, super offended. But then honestly, like I think about it, I'm like, I try as much as I can to think about the big picture and think about like, like I'm going to die one day. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of legacy am I leaving? Like, what are my kids going to say about me when I like leave? Like, what kind of things am I going to instill in my kids? You know, so then like when I start thinking about things like that, and then like I think about somebody that's like barely an acquaintance and they did something to piss me off, I'm like it really doesn't matter you know mm-hmm. like not saying that people doesn't matter but that no. thing that that person did like is it even worth like you know attacking them or speaking to them about it you no. know um when we lived in tennessee um i had to go like uh pick up a couple pastors from like airport it was like this conference big conference we were doing and one of the pastors i had known because he's from florida and i had visited his church a couple times mm-hmm. he used to tell me the story when he like just taken over this church and it was like a large church they were like you know probably two three thousand members and a bunch of people were, like, having problems with him and, like, the way he was doing things and the way he was, like, you know, um, you know, running his leadership and stuff. Uh, so uh, one of the deacons or elders or whatever, I can't remember what it was, but they, like, like busted in the room. And they were just like, hey, Pastor So-and-so, you know, I just need to talk with you. And, you know, we don't think you're doing this. And, we, we you know, you're not, you're not doing this right. And just, like, just... I laid out a laundry list of all the things that he wasn't doing. And he said, I just sat there quiet. I mm-hmm. let him say everything he needed to say. And then he was just like, you know what? He's like, you might be right about some of those things. I'm only human and I can only do so much. So um, uh, I just want you to pray for me. 
I want you to come over here and lay hands on me and just pray that God would give me wisdom. Like, can you be, imagine, like, being that guy's like, shoes? Uh, no, you're doing bad. Yeah, you're a bad you guy. You're right. I am doing bad. Can you pray for me? They're like, <laughs> dang it. No, I'm not. Responsibility no. just completely diffuses. And then all of a sudden, whoever that person is. Dude, all they the don't walls have the, just crashing down. Yeah. So he's like, the guy was just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. But, yeah. and then, you know, like prayed very like begrudgingly but it's like can you imagine like i don't have the balls to do that to someone yeah. i would just like get up flip my table and be like get that out of here yeah like, who do you think you are yeah you know like that guy that did that bowling thing you ever see that bowling video no the guy he's like bowls like a perfect like strike like a bunch of games in a row oh he bowls it he's just like who do you think you are uh, yeah. who i think am i am <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just absolutely losing it. I'm like, Bob, it's not that serious, man. Like, That's so good. I mean, maybe it is for his world. I did go bowling the other day, and I, I watched his video first for inspiration. And then I watched a bunch of other videos on like, how to correctly bowl. Hmm. And I didn't learn anything. Like, Oh, I, yeah. I never followed up. Did oh, you yeah. win? I did. I won the second one. Uh-huh. Like. I bowled a 119. Like that's pretty good. Like I feel like it's decent. Yeah. But the first one, I kept trying so hard to do that like technique, like where it's like you like when scoops you, it. Yeah, you just mm-hmm. kind of scoop it and then you yeah. like, turn it and you do it. So every time I would just like just spin that sucker right into the gutter. No. So I was like, you know what? Like I've got a lot of like corn-fed strength. I'm just gonna chug <laughs> this ball as far <laughs> as I can. <laughs> so I would just found this thing where like I look at the line in the middle and then I just I don't look down. I look at the line and then I just chug the ball uh-huh. like the heaviest ball they had as fast as I could. Yeah, I get a strike almost every time. Really? Are you? So. What are you saying? Are you saying chug? Chug with a G. C-H-U-G. C H U G. Chug. I think it's Chuck. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I just drank that ball. <laughs> I just chugged that mofo. I chugged it. Oh, I man. saw I saw a bit earlier. Somebody was saying, uh, "Yeah, it's definitely Chuck." Chuck. Uh, chucked it. There's a. I saw a bit earlier. Dang it! There was a. It was a TikTok I was watching, and there was two comedians that were doing a podcast, and the same situation happened, where a guy was saying, "Dang it! I'll have to find it later. I'll find it two later." Two different words. It, it was. It was. He was saying a word that was very close to another one, and he was like, "What are you saying?" He it was goes, like Family Guy when Stewie's like, "Cooif." Definitely not. (laughs) It wasn't that far. It was something like this, where it was like chug instead of chuck. Um, Oh, he was saying Tupperware. (laughs) (laughs) So I put in the Tupperware, and I had in the Tupperware for like three weeks. He goes, are you saying Tupperware or Tupperware? What are you saying? How do you say that? He goes, Tupperware. T-U-B. He goes, yeah, tub. (laughs) He goes, (laughs) it's a tub. He was like, Tupperware. He goes, what's a tub? (laughs) Shoot. Uh, I saw a TikTok the other day that did something that I do quite often. Uh, it only works with certain words, but they were like, yeah, um, yeah, did you see so-and-so? You know, he was on the hockey team. Yeah, he, he won the thing. And he was like, yeah, Wayne Gretzky. He's like, yeah, Grain Wetzky. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, no, Grain Wetzky. And it's like a joke that me and Ashley do. Uh-huh. Like, it was a long bit. I don't remember what the end of it was, but you take a compound word like, mm-hmm. you know, pancake, and you just – change the two consonants mm-hmm. like campaign uh-huh. or like the funny one is like mcdonald's like dick models like, yeah it sounds funny <laughs> so anytime there's like words like that we'll just like change the two that's we'll freaking just, great you know, let's figure out what's funny is dick models the biggest winner at this point uh so far that's the one that comes to mind uh um 
there's this guy that went to our church and his name his name was Tony Parker. We would say Pony Parker. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds funny. So yeah, whatever the words. You know, it doesn't really work if their name starts with like a vowel. Yeah. And then it kind of sucks. But Tony Parker has a lot of potential yeah. in the Marvel um, space. Yeah. If he were to get really nerdy and into a podcast, mm-hmm. yeah. the Tony Parker podcast would probably do really well. Pony Tarker podcast. The Pony Tarker podcast. Pony <laughs> what else were we going to talk about? Oh, we were, we talked a little bit about the... The adult thing? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. The book was published in 2000. It was? Okay, well, so he was a... Prof- so let me clarify. Okay. He was a pro- the guy was a professor in the 80s. Okay. And then he published... The book. The very first iteration of Leadership and Self-Deception in 2000? The original publication in 2000. What's the original author, not the Arbiter Institute, but the guy? Here's the other one was conspiracy theories. Oh god, that was the other thing I listed because you're big into that. I really, yeah, I try not to be big into it, but I like when I was like a kid. Like, listen, man, I grew up in a one red light town, didn't have a lot to do. So when we got the internet, we got AOL, dial up internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, know, like get off the phone, I'm on the internet. Yeah, you know, that kind of internet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like delve into it. And then you know, some things make total sense, and mm-hmm. other things don't make sense. And, I don't know. What's the biggest one that you're like? That I'm sold on? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, very controversial, but I mean, probably 9-11. Yeah, okay, I'm on the fence about 9-11. Yeah. Some of the things that I've seen about 9-11, I'm like, I don't know, man. There's like another building that just like fell down. Mm-hmm. And like, there was like people like talking to people and they were like, yeah, just pull it. And it was like, a, like, a, like a, it's like a demolition term. Mm-hmm. And then like, there's like a ton of video of it, like literally just like. The building was just already on fire. And, and there's just, no plane parts anyway. There's no plane parts That was anywhere. a weird one for me No, for no plane hit. I think it's Trade Tower 5 or mm-hmm. something like that. Tower, no, Tower 7 maybe. I don't yeah. know. But it just like fell. And I'm just like, what? And then there's like a plane apparently hit the Pentagon. And mm-hmm. like there's That's the one that I was, one that was weird to me. super grainy Motorola mm-hmm. camera video of like just a green flash. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of hitting, and then there's like no parts, it's no just plane, like completely. Just that was the big. The Pentagon was a big one for me because the, because the you know the two the I was going to say the two towers, but that's yeah. Lord of the Rings, isn't it? Yeah, two towers. I was the same thing. The twin towers. Twin towers. That's what they were called. Uh, right? World Trade Center is the twin towers, but yeah. Lord of the Rings is the two towers. The two towers. Yeah. 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 Um, I never want to cause disrespect because I know it's always a sensitive topic. Everyone's, sensitive. everyone's like, yeah. you know, you're not discrediting the people that died there, yeah. but that there was something weird going on. Yeah. And the Pentagon one was the weird one because there was no, that I'm aware of, every time I did research, there was any picture you see, there's no plane getting yeah. hauled out of there. It's just like, it looks like just like a, a missile a hole. or like a rocket hitting. Uh, just, it's a, just like a, just a, yeah. It looks like somebody hole punched a hole into it. Yeah. You know, like there's no massive destruction. There's no wings that got hit. It was just a hole poked in the Pentagon. Yeah. Really weird. I know. I and know. you don't hear about people dying in the Pentagon. Yeah. There's not like a memorial outside the Pentagon for yeah. those. No, Maybe true. there is. Maybe there is. I haven't been there. Um, but yeah, that, I don't know. I feel like we're, I mean, we're years past it now. I, uh, you know, I remember what happened, but I, I, I don't know. I guess they're probably not allowed to do it. I feel like Mythbusters would have come along now and be like, hey, we just bought this 747. We're going to like remote crash control it. Into it. Crash it. <laughs> yeah, into right. And see what happens yeah, to the wings. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, they could, they could remote control. Mythbusters, if you're listening to this podcast, please, please do that. Please do that. It's very important. But it's for uh, science. Yeah, it's for science and stuff. Um, I, I don't know. They, they were. They could like. Uh, there was another CIA document that I read. I, I read the whole thing one night because I was like so just like caught up in it. 
but it was um, uh, Operation Northwoods. It was like talking about mm. like JFK was in, I think. For Bigfoot? Uh, no, not Bigfoot. Oh. No, no. It, it sounds like it would be part of Bigfoot. But it was like when the Cuban Missile Crisis was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was like four or five different like plots and things out about like <coughs> um, how they were going to um, stage them attacking us. Oh and, yeah, okay. I and like this. all these things, and like how they were gonna have people like like fighting like on base and like Miami yeah. and stuff, and then how uh, certain people were gonna get on a plane and they were gonna go and like make a big U turn and then come back, and then they were gonna have another plane that was painted with identical numbers, and they were gonna just shoot it down. Mm-hmm. But like this was like I don't know late sixties, early seventies, and they were gonna have like remote access of yeah. a big ass plane. Like this was wild. Like so like. What do they have remote access of now? Now, yeah, now right? there's so much more potential. Yeah, and you think they're not working? Like you think that that's that's one conspiracy theory that I'm like that's got to be true. Yeah. Is that technology hits the military first? Oh, 100 percent. And then years later, we get different iterations of that technology. Yeah, you know, it's and like touchscreen like, phones. I'm sure they were yeah. in the military five years, ten years before. Face ID, mm-hmm. all the facial recognition. Yeah. yeah, probably like long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, your face ID doesn't work until you look at it. So it's like really like a retinal scanner. Like you just hold uh, it up. Yeah, that's true. You have to look at it. Yeah. Kind of I think it's because your eyes are part of your face. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. I think if like, I wonder if I my eyes in your face would work. I don't know. There's only one way to find out. Get a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Get a spoon. Get a spoon. There was a, there was a conspiracy theory that I heard recently that I was like, okay, this is this is potential yeah. because I personally believe that there has to be some truth or there has to be something around like mythical creatures yeah. that go way back in legend that are still talked about hundred percent like dragons. Yeah. That I, had to be dude, real. Nobody talks about dragons. I feel like I'm, unless in like medieval times and mm-hmm. stuff, like they were documenting all that crap. Yeah. But like I, even in the Bible, like in like Job, like they're talking about like the beef, the beasts were like the they're talking about the behemoth mm-hmm. and like sparks like come out of his mouth and it stuff. was a dragon dude 100 it was a, a freaking dragon yeah. now here's one thing that's going around about dragons that they say t-rexes yeah were actually dragons i don't buy that just because if you see the skeletal structure of a t-rex it yeah. stops like right here yeah and for a wingspan to yeah. support a what a, a, a 10 ton beast that yeah. could eat an elephant I mean, you would need bones to support wings like that, not just like yeah. cartilage, not these tiny little arms. Like, because the argument is like, dude, look at the ostrich's anatomy, and it shows like that the ostriches, but ostriches, they, they don't yeah. fly. Yeah, they run. Yeah, they <laughs> I mean, run like really fast. dragons freaking fly. Oh, according to legend, at least I guess yeah. I've never really seen a dragon. Oh, I played Skyrim a lot. I haven't played it. Really? Is it good? There's a lot of dragons in it. Is it good? Yeah, it's great. I've heard it's game. one of the best games of all time. Do you have Xbox? It's on the Switch. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I say Xbox because they have this thing called Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's $10 a month. And there's like 500 games in there. And, you just like, and Skyrim's in there. And you just download them. Yeah, and like Skyrim's uh, in there. Fable's in there. Mm-hmm. You can play Fable. Fable's a classic, yeah. Yeah, all three Fables are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all the Fallouts are in there. Yeah. Fallout New Vegas was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I played Fallout a lot. I never played Fallout. Yeah. That's kind of similar. So I was a Nintendo kid my entire life. I played every Zelda yeah. game ever made, every Smash Bros. game ever yep. played. Um, Did you beat the Zeldas on sixty four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. uh, Majora's Mask. I never. I've never played Majora's Mask. So that's like the one I haven't played yet. I, like I borderline like they're so dang expensive still. But like unless Nintendo remakes it, I'm probably gonna 
go try to find a Nintendo 64 and get Majora's Mask yeah. because that game pissed me off so much as a kid. Mm. And I couldn't be Because you have, like... It's hard. It's time-limited, right? Yeah, it yeah. is time-limited. I think it's, like, 72 hours. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it is just, like, cranking down. Like, yeah. you've got to move. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play that game again. There's a lot of games that... I, I've done this a lot. Yeah. I will buy a console or they'll remake something and I'll buy it just for nostalgia's sake. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be like, oh, wow, look what I did. Like, I bought Game Pass yeah. for Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie on it and on Xbox. Yeah, on Xbox oh. because Xbox owns rights to like Ra- Microsoft owns rights to Rare, I guess. Oh, okay. So they put Banjo Kazooie. They own Donkey Kong then. I don't know because Rare's Donkey Kong. Yeah, Rare's Donkey Kong. No, I guess the, I guess Nintendo has that. Okay. Um, because they're, they're not on there, but I bought those. Um, then when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came out, bro, bought that immediately. We should play that after this. I have it on here. Yeah. I haven't played it on the big yeah. screen yet. Well, I gotta leave. Kind what time soon. is it? Yeah, yeah it's two thirty. So. How long have we been going for? Do you know, Monica? 58 minutes. Exactly 58 minutes? Okay, we got a few. Uh... Yeah. Ashley has, uh, she hit uh, her goal, like one of her milestones, so 50 pounds. So Her weight goal. She lost 50 pounds. Yeah, she's lost 50 pounds since Holy the thing. So, smokes. So uh, we're going to get balloons and go to the beach. That's fun. And take a couple pictures. Yeah. That's really fun. So I got to go do that. We're doing that, and then we're going to like a, a worship night thing at Ormond Beach. That's so. sick. Yeah. So she was like, don't you dare take her whole afternoon to a podcast. <laughs> so. And you said, just watch me. Just watch me. Because you're leaving at 4.30, right? You don't even know how high I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know how high. What's that from? The office? The office, yeah. What is he, who says that? Oh, Michael says that. Michael Scott says that. He says something to him. He's like, you don't even know how high I can fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who does he say that to? I, it, it's when he declines like a job offer or something. It's something. It's, 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 in, it's in a terrible context is how he says it. I don't know. Like when he's when these, you don't know how high I can fly. Yeah. You're a good typer, typist. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take. Oh, Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're peeling a little bit. I am peeling, peeling really bad. Which episode is it from? Go for it. Just play it. It's literally four seconds. Ugh. Well, dang it. It was oh. really four seconds. It was the exact line, but no context. No, we just don't have the context. Um, I was going back to the conspiracy thing for a yes. quick second. The reason I brought that up. So there's a conspiracy that um, Roosevelt, invent- Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt, yep. invented the uh, or made the National Park Service yes. to cover up mythical creatures yeah. that were hiding underground. Yeah. And he just deemed certain areas yeah, national, national parks. parks. Because there were certain areas that were so dangerous and so infested with these creatures yeah. that he had to just block them off altogether. Have you watched the, like the documentaries like talking about people that go missing in national parks, mm-hmm. like like massive amount of numbers? Tons. And they said that the national parks, like everything that's a national park, lines up perfectly with the American cave system. Yes, that's what. So that's the whole thing is yeah. that it's there's something in the caves. Yeah. The so, American caves, like they attach to each other. I guess so. No way. I don't know, man. It's, it's weird. There's people that say there's a... Cre- so I watched... You've seen the show Supernatural? Uh, yeah. Supernatural. I haven't, like, haven't seen a bunch of it, but I've seen That it. was like from like literally... Monica will tell you. It's a long show. Since I was 12, I've yeah. been watching this show. Okay. And I watched it all the way till the end, which was like a year ago. Yeah. They finally closed it. It's like, I think, 12 seasons, 13 seasons. Jeez. The longest running sci-fi show in history. Yeah. Um, Doctor Who, I know, has more seasons, but there was something about Supernatural. Uh, Grey's Anatomy has got to have more seasons. <laughs> and more sci-fi seasons. <laughs> there was something about it that made it the longest-running sci-fi show. Anyway, um, 
the last episode, I literally cried my eyes out. Really? I, I yeah. finished watching it and I was like, that was the end. I lost it. I was like, yeah. I, was, I was so emotional. Yeah. Um, but there's a creature called the Wendigo in yeah. the show. Yeah. And the Wendigo, they pull all their creatures from like mythology so yeah. that people can whatever resonate with them. But um, the Wendigo was one of the main creatures that they said they were hiding in these cave systems, which are like these half undead human type yeah. creatures that are just expert hunters that are yeah, no, super, super hard creepy. to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that they're hiding in these caves. Yeah. Which I'll tell you though, there was a there was a whole bit back in the fifties called Bat Boy. Mm-hmm. Heard about that? Yeah. So Bat Boy back it's like in the fifties, like the newspapers and stuff. It was a goofy newspaper yeah. thing. Where it was like, oh, Bat Boy sighting again or whatever, yeah. and it was a goofy little bit where they would cite Bat Boy, yeah. and um, and he looks just like a Wendigo. What, what was the newspaper? Was it like Star or Sun or something? It was like a very like it was like World News was what yeah. it was called. It was something that was like it posted fake news. Yeah, like it was it was like the Onion of the fifties. Yeah, but on a magazine. I forget what it was called though. It, are, are we talking about the same one? Because there's one now that is a, a magazine that's uh, out constantly. Let me show, let me look it um, up too. Um, Bat Boy News and, Newspaper. Uh, it's not Star. I think it Weekly is. World News was that what it was? Weekly World News. That's what it was. Yeah. In 19 oh first feature in 1992. I'm sorry. Okay. I was wrong. I think it is the Sun. But that's the Bat Boy. Yeah, no, it's creepy. Yeah, it looks like a looks like a vampire esque. It's Wendigo. Yeah, maybe it is. Uh, let's see, like, have you ever seen this newspaper just sitting, the Sun? The, oh, the Sun. Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. So they got crazy stuff on there, but I I feel like I've I've seen. You that. saw Bat Boy on the Sun? I'm pretty sure I've seen <laughs> Bat Boy on the Sun. <laughs> Definitely. I was in the musical Bat Boy. That's why I, I oh, okay. knew about it. There was a musical called Bat Boy. Really? It was, so, it was so weird, dude. It was such a strange show. It was kind of quirky and fun. Yeah. It was such a strange show that I look back and I'm like, man, I'm sure half the shows that my community theater growing up, they bought them because they were, they got them because they were like free. Yeah. Like right. Bat hey, Boy. Just take this, please. Yeah. Starmites. Like there's all these weird ones that I'm like, okay, no. like you didn't have budget that year. No. Um. Anyway, the. Uh, Conspiracy theories. I was interested in hearing. Yeah, what you, uh, what you bought into. So nine eleven's a big one. What about yeah. the moon landing? I don't know. I'm gonna go back and forth on it. There's some weird stuff. They say that like you know. I mean, I mean maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, like my thing is like, if we w- went and did the moon landing, like I'm just assuming we did. Like, how come we don't go back? Mm-hmm. Like we could probably like just like jet up there like really quick. And, yeah. Like, literally like chill for yeah. a little bit and come back i don't know i guess it's not on the not on the spectrum of things that need to be done right now the only thing i think about with the moon is if we put too much stuff there yeah is it going to ruin our climate yeah you know what i mean because there's like lunar cycles that affect weather yep so if all of a sudden the moon gets a lot more dense because we're putting a bunch of shit on it yep is the moon going to like possibly get out of orbit or something like that because we put a bunch of crap up there mm-hmm. yeah i'm not mm-hmm. saying put a bunch of crap up there maybe just go up there and like you know hang, put another flag up there i don't know like rub it in their face like <laughs> somebody's face like yeah we got two flags put a mcdonald's up there <laughs> i don't know <laughs> spirit of halloween <laughs> exactly all right sweet well we have an hour podcast yeah well we have an hour-long recording yeah probably a yeah probably a 50-minute podcast i think we started like a few minutes after yeah you want to close this out? How do we close it out? Uh, 
Dear Lord. Heavenly <laughs> 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 Father, it's Jared and Jeannie again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for all the bad words you said. Dear God. <laughs> Sorry for all the bad words. That's a whole nother. We'll do a whole podcast on bad words. Yeah, definitely. And our belief system on bad words. Oh, 100%. Um, what did we just say? Well, thanks for thanks for watching. Uh, thanks, thanks for watching. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening, watching. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's how we'll end it every. That's how I end it. Bye.